Good morning, everybody. Let's give everyone a little moment to check in with us, see if anyone is up this early. Good morning. As you come on, just let us know that you're here. We are going to have some time this morning. As we prepare for sunrise, it is currently raining out here. He has risen indeed. Can you hear me okay? If you join me for Bible journaling, we looked at John chapter 19 yesterday. And so we're going to continue looking at John this morning. We're going to be looking at John chapter 20. So I'll give everyone a moment to get there. We're going to be at John chapter 20. want to share that scripture with you guys this morning. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple and they were going toward the tomb, both of them running together. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. 
and stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths laying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths laying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not laying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in and saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must raise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped in to look in the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing. But she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboniah, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and he has said these things to her. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad that when they saw the Lord, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they will be forgiven then. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it will be withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I have seen the hands, the marks of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You have believed because you have seen me. Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are those written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That by believing you may have life in his name. Now, how many of us have ever heard the phrase, seeing is believing, right? And we see here 
in John that Jesus says, actually, it is better to believe without having to see, without having to have proof. And so, I want to challenge you, if you will, to think about that. Are you a, I'll believe it when I see it kind of person? Or do you take things on faith? You see, today, we celebrate Easter. A day dedicated to celebrating the fact that early one Easter morning, the first Easter, while it was still dark, they went to the tomb the stone had been rolled away, and Jesus was not in it. Now, we get a couple of different reactions here. For instance, Mary, who even sees angels and still questions them. Where is my Lord? Where have you taken him? She comes face to face with Jesus. Good morning. And even then, until he speaks her name, she doesn't recognize it was him. She thought he was a gardener. And then, of course, we have later the disciples, John and Peter. You see, Mary had told them, Jesus isn't there. And they didn't necessarily believe until they had seen Jesus themselves. Thomas wouldn't even believe until he would touch the wounds of Christ. But yet, we find, at the very beginning, Peter and John running towards the tomb. The burial cloth was there. The head cloth was even neatly folded. But Jesus was not. I find it interesting to note, though, in John 20, verse 8, That it makes a distinction. It says, John, or the disciple, the other one who reached the term first, saw and believed. He says, he recognized that the tomb was empty. And upon seeing the sign of the empty tomb, believed in the promises Jesus had said. He had believed in what Jesus had told them all along. That he would go to the grave for them. And rise again in three days. 
so. Sometimes in our lives, difficult things can happen. They're happening right now. They happen all the time. And we can feel, a lot of times, like Mary, weeping and crying, wondering, where is our Lord? But even Mary, saw and believed. You see, John saw the signs of the empty tomb and remembered what Jesus had promised. Mary heard the voice of the Lord spoke directly to her, to her heart, and believed. When Jesus called her name, she recognized his presence. And when Jesus speaks to us, may we be receptive to recognize his presence. And finally, we see the examples of the other disciples. Now, we talk a lot about Thomas having to see, having to touch the wounds of Christ. But the truth of it is, if you go back to it, in verse 19 of chapter 20. Jesus had to show the scars on his hands and in his side to that room full of disciples on the first day of the week. Even they had to see the scars. And then he commissions them. As the Father has sent me, even so, I am sending you. We know that Thomas had to wait. He wasn't even willing, ready yet, to receive that mission to be sent forth until he himself looked until he himself touched the scars of Jesus. But it doesn't change the fact that just like the disciples said, we, we are called. Jesus says those things to us as well. Peace be with you. As the Father has said to me, so am I sending you. It's interesting to note that normally, during Easter Sunday, church attendance in churches across the nation, across the world, are higher than they normally are any given Sunday. And yet today, a lot of people are focusing on what isn't there. Too many people stuck looking at the door of an empty church, not realizing that that's because we've been sent.
Jesus tells Mary Magdalene after she recognizes it's him from his voice. Don't cling to me, but go. Tell the disciples. Jesus tells the disciples after they will see the scars and believe. Peace be with you. And as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Go forth. Receive the Holy Spirit. I've seen it said, and it resonates deeper than me. That perhaps we look at it a different way. And so perhaps we look at it a different way this Easter Sunday. What if we don't think and dwell on the fact that across the nation, across the world, there may be empty tombs, but instead focus on the empty tomb and on sharing that good news with everyone. What would it have been like if they never went to tell anybody Jesus arose? What do you think would have happened if Mary Magdalene never left? <laughs> Jesus sends her, go, go tell the disciples what you've seen. What if she were to stay in the tomb even after Jesus left? Would she have been fulfilling the purpose? What if the disciples had stayed in that room with the door locked in fear of the Jews? Even after Jesus has said, peace, and I send you forth as the Father sent me, go. We have been called to action and have been given a great opportunity to witness for the Lord. So the question today is, do you believe? Are you willing to go forth? Not just to stand at the door of the tomb, mount the gate, wondering what to do next, but to go and to tell the good news of a risen Savior. May you do that this Easter. Go for it. And share the good news that we serve a risen Savior. That the tomb was empty many millennia ago and it is still empty to this day. God bless you all. Have a happy Easter.